Are we really choosing how we're living and creating our lives, or is free will an illusion? How much of your past is colouring the choices you make and bleeding into the future so that life ends up looking like a series of repeat episodes from an outdated TV show? And is it even possible to manifest your life from a fresh new space? Welcome to Manifest Your Happiest Life podcast, the place where magic and manifestation meet that combines woo-woo that works with timeless wisdom, powerful new paradigms, plus actionable strategies that you can implement right away to manifest a life that reflects who you truly are. We're Mary and Gary, and what we're exploring in today's show is the whole idea of what free will is, how free it is, and what you can do to create more freedom, light, and joy in your life. So <laughs> welcome to the show, Gaz. Hi, Mary. Liz, look, it's going to be a fascinating uh, show today, and we are talking about free will. And all of us have that perception and that want that there is such a thing as free will, that we all have it, everything that we do. I decide that. I did that purposefully. And we're going to discuss that today and just get a little bit more understanding about whether we really do have free will or not and how free and free we are in that uh, awareness of free will. Mm. And we are going to share with you a way to um, assess for yourself on a scale, maybe, if you like, of free will, how free are the choices you're making. And if you're wanting to adjust and bring some more freshness and um, new choices and ways of being into your life, then we'll give you a process that you can have a play with that as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess the thing to start um, with is when we think of free will, what we think of is the idea that I'm um, a situation comes up, there's a choice to be made, and I use my free will to make a clear, fresh mm-hmm. choice from a place of awareness. However, what really happens and what mm. science actually has also shown, which you'll chat about in a second, mm. is that, in fact, most, if not all, of our choices aren't free. They're coloured by not just past experiences but who we think we are as we make those decisions and choices. So do you want to talk a little bit about what the science yeah. is showing? Yeah, look, it's a fascinating thing. It Basically, it is sharing with us that um, our free will isn't that free. So the idea that we we have uh, an idea, say we're wanting a glass of wine or something like that, and that from our thinking mind, it says that we have a perception, I want this glass of wine and I go to grab that glass of wine. What they recognise now is that there are all these micro decisions that go on behind the curtain, you could say, <laughs> in your subconscious mind that have already started way before you are thinking about having a glass of wine. Mm. And it, it, it is a procession of these. And then you have the thought eventually, I'm going to have a glass of wine. But in your own mind, it goes, I just, that just came out of the blue. I just made yeah, it up. Yeah. But it's not. So it's interesting to think about that. When you said it, it made me think of the Wizard of Oz and, you know, the, and the wizard was behind the curtain, you know, with all the levers and dials and making everything happen. In some ways, that's what <laughs> yes. is happening in our subconscious mm. when we think we're, freely choosing to reach for that glass of wine or that piece of chocolate or go to a party or whatever it might be. Mm. But, in fact, before our 
before we get to that conscious moment, there have been so many little micro-awarenesses and micro-decisions made that are all past-referenced. Mm. So it might be for the glass of wine or a cup of coffee that it's something to do with the time of day or we have a trigger where I walk past the kitchen and I think of coffee and so therefore I go, oh, I feel like a coffee. Well, that's not a free choice. It's no. actually almost like it's like Pavlov's dog, really. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, there's been a stimulus and I, now I'm responding to mm -hmm. it. So that's one aspect of um, restriction, if you like, mm -hmm. to do with our freedom to choose. The other thing that we work really clearly with, that we do have much more capacity to um, control and influence, is the question about which self mm. is exercising free will, in inverted commas. Mm. So we work particularly with two notions of self, the true self and the taught self. And the taught self is really who we have been conditioned to be, who we think we are based on all the messaging we've got from family, from friends, from society, who we think we are based on our experiences that have shaped our personality mm. and our identity, it may be even if you want to use the word our ego. All of that created, crafted self is the taught self. And mostly that taught self has been shaped and lives outside of our conscious awareness and choice. It's a default way of being, if you like. Mm. Oh, I was just going mm. to also add to that. I think this is a part of our of our incredible fast-paced world too at the moment where in so many ways we don't even have the time to think about ourselves. We're so busy doing our work, looking after the house, doing all these things of just living that we don't, our, our thinking is very much on default. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it is. Mm. And, and it needs to be. You know, let's let's be let's be clear. We need those automatic default decisions made during the day because that's survival. We could not make every single decision with conscious awareness from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to sleep. And that is why our brains have evolved and our consciousness, if you like, has evolved in a way where a lot of those Unimportant decisions are just by default. I don't have to consciously think through every step to reach out and turn the doorknob no, or whatever. No. You know, a lot of that default is really helpful. But mm. as you're saying, mm. there's so much busyness in life now that that's amplified mm. and things that, in fact, we could or should or would like to be being more deliberate and conscious and intentional about in terms of how we're manifesting and creating our lives have somehow got caught up on that um, default train. Mm, yes, <laughs> that hitch yes. their caboose to the, the default decision-making train. And so more of what we are doing is happening automatically and outside our awareness mm. and based on the taught self who we think we are. Mm. And of course, the contrast to the taught self is the true self. Mm. And the true self is who we truly are. It's the self that has awareness of that larger knowing of of us as not just physical thinking beings, but as essence and energy as well. Mm. And so the more we bring the taught self into our conscious awareness and choose which aspects of it we want to keep and which aspects of it no longer serve us, the more we come into alignment with living as who we were here to be, who we are here to be as that light and beauty that we truly are. So when we're living as the taught self, mm. we have very little free will because that will, that free will 
is coming from default conditioned out of conscious awareness selves. Mm. I think the uh, taught self is the New Year's resolution of selves because <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, we all make uh, New Year's Eve uh, resolutions and the taught self just undermines them. <laughs> going to lose weight, I'm going to run 10K, <laughs> I'm going to do all this, and it just, does it ever happen? Well, not really, not for me. So, <laughs> you know, it, it it becomes that, and I think that happens because of that lack of practising the true self, that lack of awareness of this you you really want to be and know that you are. Mm. And so, you know, it's a really important piece, that awareness of self. So if we're thinking then there's in some ways maybe there's two types of free will. There's taught self free will, which is not particularly free, which is very much restricted, conditioned, past referenced. Mm. And then what we're wanting to move to is bringing more of our true self free will in which is the space where possibility and creation actually mm. happens mm. because we navigate not from past doubts and restrictions and fears of failure and fears of shame or judgment or um, what other people are going to say, all of that kind of thinky self that restricts us from truly being free. We choose from the true self to live in a way that is in alignment with Really, the self that wants to make that New Year's resolution. Exactly. You know, the, yeah. one, the one that does want to live more fully and more yeah. in a more expressed way. Yes. So the simple way to do this is to start to feel who you are when you're making a decision mm. and to pause and ask yourself the question, which me is choosing? Does it feel like it's my taught self, which is the old default, well, I always do it this way or everyone else thinks I should do it this way or, you know, whatever that internal dialogue, that'll be your clue. Is it a default? Is it automatic? Is it habituated? Chances are, if that's the case, mm. it's coming from the taught self, in mm. which case the degree of freedom in that choice is somewhat limited. But the beautiful thing is once you have that awareness, you've just created choice. Mm. And so we use the acronym IDA, and IDA stands for Interrupt, Decide, and Act. So with that awareness, the awareness, mm. that pause, is the moment where we interrupt the default, habituated, old, mm. taught self mm. way of being. And with that pause and the awareness, we then get to decide, who am I going to choose to be mm. in this moment? And from that moment, we can say, okay, so if my default was to always reach for that cup of coffee or always to have that second piece of cake or always to choose to sit on the couch rather than go for a walk, we get to say, okay, so if that's my default, who do I choose to be instead? Mm -hmm. Which me is more in alignment with me fulfilling my purpose of being here as creation's reflection in the physical of being that brightest light of mm. being the energy that is that contributes to the raising of the frequency of humanity i think there's a beautiful piece in there too in regards to that interruption then gives you that opportunity to practice the you you wish to be or want to be or actually already are but just haven't given up the space to come into awareness yet so 
that sense of interruption allows you a new practice to begin. And then once you do that practicing, you're telling your brain, hang on a minute, we want to do something different now. And it will listen, you know, it's it's quite malleable way through life. It doesn't just end when you're 25, it keeps going. So you can re you can learn new ways of being. You just have to begin the practice mm. like anything mm. you want to learn mm. you're creating a new default it creates yeah, yeah yeah so the true self becomes the default exactly mode rather right. than the taught self yeah yeah mm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so then the, that and that's what that practice is that third step in ida so mm. we interrupt we pause we interrupt the default and we say who am i being which me is choosing this we then decide do i want to continue to be the self that's choosing the piece of cake or to sit on the couch or do I want to choose to be another self? That's mm. the that's the decision. And the third piece is the action. How do I act in alignment mm. with the self I'm choosing to be? And mm. in one of the other podcasts we've talked about the universal question, mm. who do I mm. choose to know myself to be? Who am I choosing to manifest and create my life as? Because that self is not just a, a thinking identity. Mm. That self is an energy. Mm. It's a generator of a field that we exist within and also it is a field that flows out around us mm. and creates and collaborates with the generator field where all creation happens and we'll be talking more about the generator field in, mm. in another um, podcast really soon. So the exploration then is to become aware how free are the choices that you're making. Yeah. How free do you think your free will is? And the key to this is curiosity. There's no judgment. Mm. We've been operating on default to whatever degree, just from a place of curiosity and self-love, say, okay, so is this working for me? Mm. How might I start to see myself differently mm. and from that place make different choices, really bring some free choice and space into my life? Mm. So... Free will is really determined by who you think you are rather than who you truly are. So if you're living more as your taught self, your free will is going to be much more restricted. If you recognise that you're your true self, that you're not burdened by the past, that you're creating more from a fresh space of possibility and potential in every moment, then there's a lot more freedom in mm. the choices and in the decisions that you're making. Mm. So the awareness of that is the key. And then with that awareness, use either interrupt, decide, and act so that you start to manifest and generate life from a true self-knowing rather than an old taught self, restricted past way of being. And bringing more of yourself into your own awareness is really bringing, giving more love to yourself. So you are creating more self-love by bringing more of you into your awareness and into your field. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely.